Welcome to this weekend edition of the BCP podcast. For those of you watching on video, you can see my shirt. For those of you listening, I went in the back of the closet and pulled out this Stop the Steal 2020 t-shirt. And I am fantasizing, if you will, just thinking what the world would have looked like, what it would look like right now had President Trump been, at this point, finishing, coming toward the end of his eight years as president. Probably would have no conflict in Ukraine, Russia. We sure as hell wouldn't be sending money to Ukraine, Russia. Interest rates would probably be a lot lower Inflation would be still at essentially 0, 1, 2, 3%. The economy would be roaring. We would have less regulations. Joe Biden, uh, hopefully, if he weren't in jail, he would be powerless. And I would think that President Trump would have been a lot closer to joining the swamp at this point. Perhaps we would have seen Hillary Clinton in jail. I honestly believe that President Trump just let the Clintons alone because it would have hampered his ability to do anything. He got to Washington and realized how Washington really works, who are the real power players, and of course, from the very beginning, he had backstabbers and the entire intelligence community going after him. Every which way from Sunday as... Chuck Schumer let us know that's how things operate. I think he would have, uh, I think the gloves would have come off and a lot more would have been done during a second term than the first term. But alas and behold, we don't know that unless we go into some kind of multiverse or alternate reality. But it would be great to be able to peek into the alternate reality timeline and see where things are. Perhaps, not to be negative, perhaps President Trump would have been so effective that they may have been ultimately successful in their many assassination attempts against Donald Trump. We don't know. And we won't know. Now, here on The Weekend Show, folks, I want to highlight a a few clips and news items and what have you. And I want to start off with with this. I think this is a, a pretty good visual put up by Greg Kelly on Newsmax. And even if you're listening to it, you'll be able to understand it because he talks about the numbers. How over the last 108 or so months, I believe, of which they could have indicted President Trump, they did it all. (laughs) They did it all within four months. Very interesting. Take a listen. This is a jumbo calendar, okay? Uh, nine years divided into months, okay? Years and months, 108 months altogether. We did this because I think it's interesting when the alleged offenses uh, committed by Donald Trump, when they allegedly happened, as to when he was actually processed or charged. So let's go all the way back to 2016, which is all the way up here. This is where the alleged uh, payment thing was Stormy Daniels, right? Uh, then you got to go all the way over here to January 6th. And then uh, August 8th of 2022, that's when the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. So they were kind of all over the place, right? Isn't it wild 
that all the indictments are falling in this three-month span on the federal level. And you got this one over here, the local, only two months uh, separated from the federal indictments. Um, and how, how many months did they have to choose from? They waited until within less than a year away from the primary. Doesn't that seem suspicious? Isn't that kind of um, possibly prosecutorial abuse or election interference? I think so. All right. Greg Kelly is absolutely correct. It is election interference. And yes, these indictments have all come within a certain amount of time over the last 108 months to coincide with essentially the beginning of the primary campaign of President Trump. But when you actually go down and look at the days, there's a little bit more uh, to it than just that. The timing of the days of their indictments against Trump coincide perfectly with revelations and evidence of the Biden crimes. Every time Trump goes up in the polls or every time somebody testifies like this poor guy, Devin Archer, that shows Joe Biden was influence peddling and bribery and evidence mounts of a criminal case. Every single time where the trial, Hunter Biden's trial blows up in Wilmington, Delaware, Maria, what happens? The next day, to try to get it off the front pages, they use the, Biden uses his Justice Department to slap more charges on Donald Trump. And it's a fiasco. It's political weaponization. It's not a coincidence, by the way. I mean, look, they never brought a charge of insurrection. They never brought a charge about breaching the Capitol, right? That would have been the golden ring. They didn't bother to do that because there's no evidence that Mr. Trump incited anything. What they did was a mix of legal gobbledygook, conspiracy, and obstruction. It's all utter nonsense. It is all utter nonsense, but as we saw with the two sham impeachments, Russian collusion, the Mueller investigation, nonsense is what they peddle. But let's go back and actually do a screen, stop the screen here, the timeline of Trump indictments. You'll notice that something happened on June 7th, and then on June 8th, something else happened. Same thing with July 26th and 27th, July 31st and August 1st. And let's watch Trump's attorney coming out of the third sham indictment on Thursday breaking this timeline down. Alina Haba coming up for a couple of questions here. How are you doing? Hi, how are you all? Good, good. The fact that I am standing here for the third time in five months is not a coincidence. This is the Biden political lawfare that we have seen time and time again. It is a deflection from everything that they have done and if you don't believe me, look at the facts. On March 17th, Hunter accidentally admits that it was his laptop from hell. The next day, DA Alvin Bragg indicts President Trump. June 8th, an FBI document is released showing that the Ukrainians paid the Biden crime family millions and millions of dollars. The next day, the Mar-a-Lago raid and the Mar-a-Lago indictment. Last week, Hunter Biden's sweetheart plea deal fell through when the judge realized it had blanket immunity. The following day, 
a superseding indictment against Donald Trump. July 31st, Devin Archer goes to testify in front of the House. That was only after they failed to put him in jail prior to the fact. What happens the next day? The January 6th indictment that we're here for today. This is not a coincidence. This is election interference at its finest against the leading candidate right now for president for either party. President Trump is under siege in a way that we have never seen before. President Trump and his legal team and everyone on his team will continue to fight, not for him, but for the American people. And they want us to honestly believe that the Department of Justice is a legitimate, non-political, not biased entity, and that what Merrick Garland and Jack Smith has nothing to do with the elections or helping their boss or their boss's boss, quite honestly, Joe Biden, and go after a political opponent. If the timing isn't obvious, I don't know what else is. Okay, Carrie Lake was on Newsmax uh, commenting on this on Thursday or Friday. And you know you, you know I love Carrie Lake. And how she puts things uh, is always interesting. This is what she had to say about uh, something that Joe Biden absolutely loves and that he never rejects and some very poignant, because she used to be part of the media, a, a very, uh, I just like the way Carrie Lake says things. So listen to what she has to say about uh, things that Joe Biden won't reject and what state the media is in when it comes to all of this. They're still actually pretending that, that Joe Biden had no idea what was going on here. Can you, can you fathom? When it comes to the Trump indictment coverage, though, MRC found ABC, CBS, NBC has spent 112 minutes compared to zero seconds. 112 minutes on the Trump indictment as of this morning. You see how this works. Former Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake joins me now. Carrie, good to have you back on. Um, we, we knew they would go nuts with Trump, but it is really crazy to see the big three networks totally ignore a massive presidential scandal. Oh, yeah. It's like they think we're stupid, you know, or we're cats with a with a laser pointer and they try to distract us over here so we don't look over here. And what is going on in the White House is beyond egregious I and mean, it's criminal behavior and we're sitting here wondering who's really in control of the white house because right. joe biden has never met a bribe he didn't like <laughs> oh man i freaking love carrie lake joe biden has never met a bribe he didn't like uh, okay this is the weekend show this is my show when i went to uc berkeley as an 18 year old freshman I thought I wanted to go to law school. I thought I wanted to be a lawyer, perhaps. So my, that first year, I was uh, looking at economics, maybe political science as what I wanted to concentrate on. Now, one of the things that I, I was thinking about minoring in, and I can't say that I wasn't swayed, like if I were the son of a rich family, I may have been a comparative literature major because I, I liked to read. I liked literature, like literature. I don't read as much as I'd like to now. That's 
that's a that's the truth but because i had to think of my future family and making a living for them and i knew that as a high school i got into berkeley because of my involvement in student government and speech and debate I was thinking, you know, maybe law school and being a trial attorney. You're 17, 18 years old. You know, you think every attorney is a trial attorney for like you see in procedural Matlock shows as a teenager. I decided to do that. But I really would have liked to have had some sort of, at the time, some sort of literature degree so I could read and write about the readings I was doing. I thought that would be fun and be a great degree. But because I wasn't born with a silver spoon, I actually had to concentrate on a degree that would actually pay me to support my future family. Joe Biden has never met a bribe he didn't like. I just love when people use flowery words and they just express themselves very well to get their point across, especially if it's sarcastic or humorous or witty. I just like how Carrie Lake talks. She says Joe Biden has never met a bribe he didn't like now what's interesting is she said who's really running the white house uh there was an article uh that came out this uh week that pretty much just in this report confirms or is more evidence that in fact joe biden doesn't run the white house it's done by obama and is done via obama leading his alumni team that is still part of the illegitimate regime of Joe Biden. So we really know the answer to that. It's Soros, Obama, with input and control by the globalists and the Chinese. Because, of course, Biden can't say no. (laughs) There's not a bribe he doesn't like. Or any kind of control is cool with him as long as him and his family can make money and he can be in the, uh, the limelight. Remember, this is a guy who failed multiple times to be president. And I hope he does not go down in the history books as a Lincoln because he still hasn't won. They stole the election for him on his behalf in 2020. Anyhow, let's get back to some more humorous uh, or insightful Carrie Lake comments. He'll take a bribe from Burisma, from Ukraine, from the CCP. We have evidence of it. We've got the evidence of the 20 shell companies that they're operating through to funnel the money in. Can you imagine for one second if even half of this story broke on the Trump family? They would be losing their minds. And it's always opposite day with the media. I love that, Carrie Lake. With the media, it's always opposite day. Now, before I show you another clip that shows you the insanity of opposite day media, I was it yesterday, the day before yesterday, I put up a, a short little video of Vivek Ramaswamy and saying that obviously we're Trump train all the way here. Vivek Ramaswamy appears to be the only other candidate that doesn't care about me, 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 but actually is defending Trump and America. And I, I think he's almost campaigning for the VP spot. President Trump has even alluded to that, hey, maybe some people on that are running for against me right now might have a, a spot in my administration. You know, that could be many things, not just vice president. And many of you uh, have said and commented that Kerry Lake is your pick. And I, I, I like Kerry Lake. I just wish that Kerry Lake had actually been 
had not been denied her opportunity to be the governor because I like to see people as vice president in the executive office that have executive experience. That's why I liked President Trump because he, no political experience, but executive experience as a leader. And as much as I like Carrie Lake and I love her personality, she is abrasive. I don't know if she would be very effective in government. Now, obviously not because she's a woman, but because just the way that she operates and, and she's a very divisive figure. And some will say, well, that's the same thing about Trump. No, Trump knows how to negotiate and work with people. I just haven't seen that from Carrie Lake yet because she hasn't had a chance to do it. First of all, she is, was a Democrat for a long time or independent for a long time. She she comes from the media. I like how she's speaking and she's a fighter or what have you. But those things don't make you necessarily a good leader and a negotiator. And being uh, a vice president, heaven forbid, she'd have to take over for uh, the country because of President Trump demise or sickness or what have you i'd like to know that the vice president is someone that can negotiate and it seems to me that vivek ramaswamy once again is very clear i'm totally on the trump train but if he if trump weren't able to uh function someone like a vivek ramaswamy i think has the the cadence the temperament i, I should would be a better way to put it to perhaps be effective and have him being in business and what have you, having the background of negotiating and working through, he could be more effective. Once again, at this point, I have no I have no dog in the fight except for Trump and who he picks as his VP, I will support. And honestly, I thought Mike Pence was a good VP. We go back the four years of President Trump being president, you take out everything since you know the, the election that was stolen in 2020, Everything up to that, every indication was that Mike Pence was on board and doing a good job. But he has revealed his true self uh, since then. And then I want to end with this clip so we have a little bit of levity and craziness. It is the weekend. This is is what Al Sharpton said on MSNBC. Absolutely ridiculous. One day our children's children will read American history. And can you imagine our reading that James Madison or Thomas Jefferson tried to overthrow the government so they could stay in power? That's what we're looking at. We're looking at American history. Carrie Lake was totally correct. It's opposite day with the the media. Madison and Jefferson, founding fathers, the what? fourth and third presidents, respectively, formed a government, essentially overthrew, these are the founding fathers, Madison being one of the main statesmen to, 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 for the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. They overthrew the English-British government in the colonies to form a new government. That is American history. They would not be turning over in their graves. They would be turning over in their graves that Joe Biden was able to get away with stealing the election and that our First Amendment rights have been quashed to talk about the stolen election and that we are not honoring our Second Amendment right to correct it. I think that's how Madison and Jefferson will most likely feel about our current situation. What are your thoughts? Share them with me down below. Have a great weekend. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need.